catches it. That is really good. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Santa Monica. So the Lang- oh my goodness, the Langlow pandemic quarantine cohabitation portion turned of... into what? How long we were away? Oh, I mean, well, from the day that I was like, all right, it's time to get groceries and lay super low until two weeks after my second shot vaccination was 408 days so (laughs) for 408 (laughs) days i cooked basically every meal and saw only only you my stepfather (laughs) and my girlfriend and my friend and the cat and the cat and i saw my friend mark twice like super socially distanced early on but it was over over a year uh and now we are back in santa monica we don't live together anymore i have I've dove right back into like extreme LA schedule work intensity. And so uh, we don't see as much of each other. Like it was like, he a, never calls me anymore. Do you know what I miss? That's not true. My sign off is call your mother. You can't give me I a was bad a rap. joke. You know what I miss? <laughs> what? I, I know you're thinking all kinds of like seeing you in the kitchen in the morning at six o'clock or smelling Farina and hearing, Sharon, do you want breakfast? Yes. Sharon, do you want lunch? Yes. Sharon, do you want dinner? Yes. Sharon, do you want drinks? Just, I don't call you Sharon. I really miss the cat. Yeah. Well, he's a... <laughs> and the turtle. Super cute tortoise we found out. So correction. And the... It was a and, tortoise, not a turtle. And the tortoise... Well, the cat misses you. He's super precious. He uh, is very happy to be back in Santa Monica. He's got a window that he can uh, look out of and sort of be a part of the scene, which is something that he thoroughly enjoys. And he also can run around. He has more space. So I think he's he's a More happy... space than he had then? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, in the, you mean the casita? He was in a little, you know, in like a small apartment vibe place. So he can only... The corner is diagonal. He can only run so much. He's tearing it up and running around. And, and <laughs> oh, good. He's super cute. Uh, does he still have his silk pillowcase? He does. Oh, you know what? Let me just, before we even go any further. Yeah, this song, let's just, just pause. This song is called, uh, If Your Pink Nose Matches Your Pink Pillowcase. Really? You're a Little Baby. One, two, three, four. If your pink nose matches your pillowcase, you're a little baby. I could be of help. <laughs> that one's weird. <laughs> I think it's adorable. <laughs> that's a weird one. But that's another Aminal song. So he is, he does have his pink pillowcase. So he's entitled, he's an entitled cat. Oh yeah, he's definitely an entitled cat. <laughs> I was, I was combing him with his like metal comb <laughs> today and he was putting his, his beak in the air and I was getting under here and while I was, while I was combing, 
the, the underside of his neck, the most vulnerable part of really almost any animal, second most. And he was like leaning way back. And then I put my face on top of his head and kissed, was kissing him as I was doing oh it. Oh my goodness. And I said, you know, a year and a half ago, you ran away when you saw me. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> and he looked up at me and apologized. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. That's progress. Did you TikTok that? No, I didn't. I did TikTok something else with the cat today, though. You did? <laughs> I don't use that. I don't conjugate that like that. You just tricked me. I did post on TikTok <laughs> a video of the cat, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. Okay. <laughs> so what's um? I don't know. Post pandemic life it's, all about. It's you know, I imagine. Well, I can't say I imagine it would be post pandemic, and it's not literally, but it's really much better. It's wonderful. We're doing great, and. It's not like you hit a beat and then you go back where you were. It's not the same. It's no. not different. We came to the house and I, I, I kept intending to go to the refrigerator. We were away for a long time from, from the neighborhood. Yeah. I intended to go to the refrigerator and I kept walking over there. The refrigerator is over here in this house. Now, I've traveled. I've been in other houses. I've visited friends. It took me like four days to stop looking at the cabinet when I wanted the refrigerator. It was yeah. just one more thing. I tried waking up and going and swimming. <laughs> there was no pool in your apartment. I don't have a pool. <laughs> it's different. And it's always been different every day, but we were more relaxed and we didn't think it was different every day. It was kind of like we had a routine. We knew what we did. And, and this this will take adjustment. And we have to continue to adjust because everything changes a little bit or more than a little bit every day. Yeah. I mean, I found myself last week at a business meeting that took place on a boat. And it's not to be braggy. It's just what happened. And I was like, it seems like four minutes ago that I was like, stockpiling beans and like buying you know an air horn so it's a this it's like a oh we're supposed to just like cool we're cool now <laughs> like it's and that's not even getting into the fact that many people are living in this alternate um heinous realities you know well this i can't i can't put that on my plate every day it's amen it's um but i'm i'm beginning to stockpile again and I opened up one of my cabinets and I, stockpile food. Well, I had I had six. I'll admit to six um, um, squeeze bottles of um, shower gel, and I just That's put it cool. right back in the cabinet. And I said, "Yeah, it's going to stay there for a while. Just buy new ones because I don't know what's going to happen." But you'll, you'll cycle through and get new. I stuff always and, cycle through. Yeah, but it's um, it's freer and it's better, and yet I don't have this hankering to run out and do all the things i've no. gone out and i've done things but i'm at i'm um you know i want to stay home a lot and i'm making sure i'm going out every day it's either a walk or drive in the car but it's you know i'm not running right back in so we'll see and guess what most what? of my friends are not either they're mm. they're you know doing a little bit a little bit but they're not just running right back in some some of them are but yeah and everybody does what they want and that's fine yeah really do it do what you wear what you dig you know for more than six months i was okay fine 
happy, thrilled, satisfied, good with wearing basically either my sweatpants or the same four or five pairs of black um, long or short exercise pants. And then Joe and I went out to dinner the other night on Montana Avenue outside. It was delightful, delicious, and wonderful. Nice. And I put on like dressy pants, long sleeve t-shirt, just a cotton t-shirt, but matched, and um, real shoes, and a purse. I think there was a period of like a week and a half where I didn't have shoes on at all, like a month ago. I mean, I was in the pool. I was moving. I had sandals. I had- um, Wow. Like Your Crocs that you cook in? <laughs> well, it does. No one knows I have Crocs. It's not Is okay. That not good? I, no, they're terrible. I, I I said I never have them, and then I recognize why they're so great for for kitchen for chef shoes. And they have a picture, a little a little thing of Grogu, uh, of Mandalorian on them. So they're really cute. But besides like chef shoes and sandals, I don't wear shoes. Like I don't wear shoes for. I don't know. Ten days. Was this the first time in your life you experienced that? I I I like being barefoot, and I've been. There's been periods where I'm mostly barefoot, but at least like go from point A to point B, or get in the car to drive somewhere. So yeah, I think this is the longest in a row of having like a you know a routine and working and our version of socializing, but just never never wearing shoes. So when I was a kid in the summer, I basically didn't wear shoes most of the time. Wow. And you know, lived in La La Land in the suburbs, and at camp I wore shoes, but didn't wear shoes i think all day just walked outside on the grass on the cement it was fine if i was walking far walking to the park of course i put shoes on which i i did walk a lot then in fact one day when i was <laughs> 16 years old it was the summer and i didn't have shoes on and my brother he's 16 he's five years older than me he came out and he said um i said i want to go to the drugstore take me to the drugstore take me to the shopping center because he had a car, I didn't have a car. And he said, okay, go put shoes on. I said, I'm not putting shoes on just to go to the Huntington Valley Shopping Center to the drugstore. He said, go put shoes on. I said, stop telling me what to do. And he said, daddy said, I have to teach you to drive the stick shift. I said, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get my shoes. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that was my shoeless story. <laughs> wow. I love that. I, uh, I think that I should. Okay, so I can make balloon animals and do all sorts of things. I cannot drive a stick shift. I never properly learned, I didn't have a car, and I feel like I need to learn that soon because within, I don't know, 10 years will be an option. I just need, I think I should learn. Oh, that's so sad. There's nothing like the feel of a clutch under your left foot. I understand, but I think that's also associated with like the open road and freedom, which doesn't really exist anymore either. It will. Those cars will be here forever because there are people that are just not going to give them up. But yeah, you can learn a stick shift. Yeah, I'd like to. I think I'd like to. It's just a matter of give and take and balance. Yeah. No, I think I could do it. It's not for lack of trying. I just never. Zoom, zoom. Yeah, and juggling. I intended to learn that during the pandemic, but that didn't happen. <laughs> You're the juggling. Um, what do you pins are in the in the gym closet on the okay. right hand side? They're not mine, first of all. I know, but they're <laughs> okay. there for you. You can take so, them. So, I thank you. I proclaimed a year and a half ago. I'm going to take this opportunity to learn how to juggle, and from what I understand of it. One starts off with, you know, juggling balls, soft, like hacky sack type balls. And, you know, and there's a technique and one works their way up to much more difficult things. And 
my stepfather, your husband, was like excited to hear, and I guess he had also he was excited to hear that I was interested in juggling, and he also maybe made a go of it at some point. And he's like, "Oh, let me give you these juggling pins. They're like bowling pins, but they're you know." <laughs> Did you hit plastic. yourself in the head? I mean, they're really big. We had this conversation about how like, like he was like fa- fairly certain that you start with pins. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fa- I'm fairly so it was two novices. No, you started going with Joel. <laughs> it was two not it was two novices, two juggling novices arguing about the best way to get started juggling. And then I was like, I capitulated because it was very generous, and I had these juggling pins at my and then house. The pandemic happened. No, this is be- yeah, this is before that. I had these pins at my house. Oh wait, yeah, I must have proclaimed wanting to juggle well before the pandemic, and still didn't accomplish it. Well, they're here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want them. That's what I'm saying. I'm he not. said I, I gave them to Rick. I don't know why they're back in the closet. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> not gave, lent, lent them to Rick. Tell, them I, tell him that uh, I... I'm not getting in the middle of this. That I tell enjoyed them. them and I've, I've since returned them. You're an expert. You're done. You're Please. moved on. <laughs> an expert at juggling. Until there's like an emergency on a plane and someone's like, is there a juggler on board? And everyone points to me and I'm like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? There's no emergencies on planes. It's always smooth sailing. Uh, uh, next time I'm on a boat then. I'm really um, thinking about going to Philadelphia, mm. which would include flying. And then I look at the calendar and I'm like, oh, I don't know when this is I don't know. I don't know. Or I could just say like, oh, just do it and not think about it. What, you, what about like a uh, an Amtrak with their <laughs> biggest car, like their biggest suite and you paint the whole way and like... For three and a half days? Yeah. I don't know. And I do love training. I mean, I love the train. Yeah. Train's great. I really do like that. There's a musician, the... the um, Jimmy Hints from The Kills, who took the the trans trans Siberia, like around a, the like a month or some obscure, yeah. extreme amount of time, and he set up a little studio rig and wrote like the entire album's worth of lyrics on that solo mission. So okay, so um, I'm a painter, and um, I I paint acrylic abstract, and I was away from my house in the desert in a house for eight months. That's the answer, eight and a half months. And I'm retired, and I didn't paint all those many paintings. <laughs> you painted at least four or five that I can think of. I probably painted one a month, and I'm a slow painter anyway, so. That's a, that's incredible output during I don't a, know. I have friends who were posting stuff like every three days, but that's not my style. And you, and you don't know that all those were new works. They were new works. I know they're, I know a lot of them I know their work they were well, but but it's true people knock out a painting in a, in a, in a session and I'm like and what metric I'm still looking at the canvas and holding up a brush and contemplating yeah, but then you go to see an exhibit I'm and fine. you see the masters who did the study of that piece 150 times before they did it and like no one was like they didn't make enough paintings in a trunk it's like there's no metric of volume like prolific when someone's brilliant and prolific they're in a different echelon I'm oh when someone says prolific, it's like cool, you know. I think well, one. Of, I think you should be proud of one a month. I think you should reframe the story. I think I maybe could have painted more days, not that finish more paintings, but I could have painted more. But I couldn't. Obviously, I had other things. I don't know what they were that I had to do. I still yeah. have a list of things to do in the desert I haven't done. 
Yeah, I brought something out to the desert to specifically film in the desert and had it in a closet. I only had like this much stuff with me and I managed to just not just not get to it. I'm telling you, how many movies were we going to watch together and just kept adding it to my claim? But no just... one's finished their movie list. No one has finished their movie list. Well, of course you can't finish your movie list. And also there was a pandemic, so it was kind of like la-di-da, you know, piano dangling. It's like not, you know, it's like... Yeah, I'm not beating myself up. Okay, I'm just good. mentioning that, good. you know, I kind of thought maybe I would... I did buy a lot of paints and canvases, though. Good. That counts. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying it's not a volume game. I did write a hundred songs during the pandemic. See, though. No, this, just, is what, this is what I, you know. This is what I'm saying. It's not a contest. And, and you were not, working. They're not all good. And you were working and you were cooking. And what was I doing? Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I was working very yeah, hard. No wonder I'm so tired. It's exhausting. I'm, I'm back here. And I'm like, I feel like I needed to, to stare at a wall like a cat for like a, a week to like just figure out what's going on. But works kind of how it works. Very busy. And there's no time for, you know, I had it in my mind, like when this thing's over, I'm going to Hawaii for a month and just like. You can go to Hawaii when you're ready to fly. I, the my, numbers are pretty good. I sure, thought, Alan would be thrilled to see you. I have a, a UK client and an East Coast client. So I'd basically be working. All the time. Yeah, I'd be working in the middle of the night and then like it's, I'm oh, trying to, I'm trying right, to figure it out. The time yeah. difference. Yeah, I mean, a noon call here is six o'clock. Anyway, <laughs> riveting radio. <laughs> Try going to China, 11 and a half hour time difference. Figure that out. 11 and a half. It's at half, I guess. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> he has to go. All right, I guess it's just you and me. All right, so what were yeah, I saying? Yeah, you want to do a show? Here. Here, do 10 minutes. <laughs> no, I don't have the, you, you have a... Oh, this thing is cracked, cracked and trashed. Yeah, check this out. It can't, um, it's got a crack. It's got many cracks and it's got it's been beat the heck up. So it has this kind of like. So you get a new one? I might. Can it has you glue like, it? It's, no, it won't there's, be the same there's a resonance. Lot. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's got this like weird divot crack in it. So it, it sounds almost like. um A piano? <laughs> Middle Eastern, like a like a crescent, like a, it's got a. Which, which is it? Your there beads is. match your uke. This was great. Oh, that's pretty. So do you want to reconvene later? You mean next week? After dinner. Oh, what are we doing tonight? Tell them. <gasps> Should I tell them you're okay with that? Yeah. Okay, we're going to Venice Beach and we're having dinner at James Beach. Yay! One of our favorite in the whole world restaurants. And it's outside, of course. They have only outside seating available. And we always love sitting on the patio anyway. It's wonderful. We love the food and it's, it's heavenly. Yay! I'm very excited. I forget what, what their menu is, but I can picture uh, martinis there. I have the menu and I was going to send it to you and I thought, ah, you'll see it when you get there. <laughs> yeah, they make great cold drinks, whatever you call them. Yes. Margaritas. Well, I love you. Oh, yeah, they got margaritas uh -huh. and martinis. And we'll be outside on the patio with all the cool stuff hanging from the ceiling. It's a, it's a phenomenal restaurant. Made famous in the film I Love You Man that's where they go to get fish tacos. fish tacos which I used to get there before I got off that fish 
I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Uh, go to the the TikTok. Uh, the Twitter links below. <laughs> the Twitter. Go to that's it. Don't go to don't go anywhere else. <laughs> don't forget to call your mother. <laughs> Doesn't it seem?